You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm going to talk about the color purple and misfit entrepreneurs. So, you know, this week really was a whirlwind of empowering images from the U.S. inauguration in Washington, D.C., from watching the first female vice president, who just so happens to also be the first African-American and Asian-American vice president, Kamala Harris, sworn into office by Sonia Sotomayor, the first Latina Supreme Court justice. That was just so amazing to me. Never in my lifetime would I have thought to finally see at least a woman get into, you know, second-in-command position. So I have hope that hopefully in my lifetime, the next step up, um, we'll get a female president. We also had the pleasure of hearing Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez sing. I mean, they just had a wonderful lineup. It was so uplifting. I loved it. We also um, were blown away by Amanda Gorman's poem, The Hill We Climb. And honestly, that just stole the show. She was fabulous. Um, if you, if you didn't watch the inauguration, um, and maybe you haven't, um, Gorman is a national youth poet laureate and the youngest inaugural, inaugural poet in U.S. history. She's only 22 and she's from Los Angeles. Here's just a brief excerpt, not the one that everybody's posting on social media. It's a different part from the poem. And it says, we will rebuild reconcile and recover and every no nook of our nation and every corner called our country our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful the whole poem was just beautiful just the not just the words but the words and her emotion and just the movement it was fantastic i i don't think i've ever seen anything like that ever before an inauguration. She just blew it away. She knocked it out of the park. So I have great respect for her. And I saw somewhere else, I can't remember who was interviewing her, where she recounted how, I think it was in a writing class, that somebody was trying to like knock her down for, you know, being so confident. And and she she's just amazing because she's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm so confident. Of course I am. Like, you know, she didn't put up with that crap. <laughs> so anyway, I just have a whole lot of respect for this young lady. Um, now let's move into The Color Purple. And I'm not talking about the 1985 movie. So I really am not a fashionista. I'm not into fashion. I just don't care. But I was poking around on the web and I realized I didn't notice it till I was found an article that talked about it. Several women on inauguration day from Vice President Kamala Harris, the former First Lady Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, Senator Elizabeth Warren, they all wore shades of purple to the inauguration. And also First Lady Jill Biden also wore it um, at the vigil at the Lincoln Memorial Reflecting Pool, the one that was held in honor of the many lives lost to COVID the night before the inauguration. So apparently Clinton confirmed that she wore purple because it's a symbol of unity. It merges red and blue, and that that was in keeping with the theme of this year's inauguration, uh, America United. 
Anyway, um, fashion aside, it really is a huge morale booster to finally have a female vice president. I can't say that enough. And, you know, maybe someday we will get our female president. Imagine that. When we come back, I'm going to share the latest business book that I am reading. Are you a life or health coach looking for a way to connect with potential clients? Having your own podcast is a great way to broaden your reach, share your expertise, and build relationships with your audience. My producer G and I invite you to check out our e-course, The Introvert's Guide to Rocking Your Podcast. You'll learn how to define your show, get in the right mindset, and podcast like a pro. Find your star power and rock your podcast. Visit allthingsrelaxstudios.com. You have a voice and it deserves to be heard. So as I was saying, I just started reading an interesting business book. It's called Confessions of a Misfit Entrepreneur, How to Succeed in Business Despite Yourself by Kate Toon. She is an SEO copywriter and consultant, originally from the UK, but now she's based in Sydney, Australia. So uh, before I dive in, let me say first that I discovered Kate Toon quite by accident on that newish social media platform called Clubhouse. You know, the one where you still need an invitation to get into the clubhouse. I stumbled upon the name of, I think it was her room or maybe it's her club. You know, I don't really know. Misfit Entrepreneur. And it just resonated with me. The room wasn't in session because, you know, duh, the time zone difference with Australia. But I clicked on, um, I somehow, you know, tracked through and clicked on her bio and it showed her book and it just like piqued my interest just because of the name. So, you know, sometimes you judge the book by the cover. Well, sometimes, you know, I judge a book by the name and it'll intrigue me. Anyway, if you're an entrepreneur or you're thinking about becoming one, and you don't really feel like you fit in with the stereotypical entrepreneur, here's a couple of tidbits from Kate's book. Well, first of all, she talks about using a, the, she calls it the tomato timer, and she's being kind of, you know, it's, she's got a really good uh, sense of humor, aka the Pomodoro method, which is where you work for 25 minutes, you set a timer for that, take a five-minute break, then you work for another 25 minutes. It's similar to what uh, Faith Mariah's mastermind members do when they're co-working and it's highly effective, um, especially the co-working part. Believe it or not, knowing that there's other people out there uh, working away using this Pomodoro method really does help. And then another tidbit from Kate's book, which I really liked. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm an introvert or I don't know what it is, but um, Kate admits that she does not answer the phone. She lets the calls go straight to voicemail and then calls people back later. And that helps her screen out junk calls. Well, that's what I usually say is why I do that. But honestly, I just don't like answering the phone. Another little tidbit from the book was innovate, then iterate. And she shares how she sold her first SEO course before it was even ready. She wrote the rough outline, a sales page, and um, she made it live. She sold like 20 spaces the first go around. And she says, you know what? I'm happy with done rather than perfect. But she says, you know, I just kept in mind, I could always revamp it along the way and, you know, you know, do another iteration of it. It reminds me kind of of, um, you know, the way a lot of us are encouraged to operate, you know, don't like get stuck in like, you know, analysis paralysis um, and worry about, you know, being so perfect. Just do it. Kind of like the Nike slogan. Kate also says, 
just because I can doesn't mean I should. And so when she's considering opportunities that present themselves, she'll ask herself the following questions. Does this support one of my three businesses? So apparently she's got like three lines of businesses. Will I enjoy doing it? Will it make me money? And is it something my customers want? So, you know, the next time you're thinking about maybe branching off and doing something else, you know, those are really good questions to ask before you dive in. And then the last little tidbit that I wanted to share, and there's tons in there, was she talks about identifying your superpowers. So she recommends like asking friends for some feedback, you know, like the I'm sure you've seen these probably on Facebook where people ask, hey, describe me in three words. It's that kind of stuff. Uh, Surveying your customers, reading testimonials, and then actually taking a look at who are your customers. And with that last step, she says, how would you describe your customers? Like, do you like them? Are they someone you would like invite over for, um, you know, tea or something? (laughs) Tea and crumpets? (laughs) After doing all that, then she says, you know, go through and make a list of like the commonly used words because that might actually reveal your hidden superpowers. And in that section, Tune is also talking about like, don't compare yourself to others. And instead of, you know, spending all this time reading your competition's work, like, you know, get off your, pretty much get off your proverbial ass. And she doesn't say that, but I'm saying that. Produce your own content and focus on your customers. Anyway, she's got a ton more of helpful advice that's sprinkled in there. And I just love Toon's endearing, quirky sense of humor. I mean, it's it's an easier read, trust me, if you like humor. <laughs> so I'll include a link in the show notes just in case you're interested in reading some more. And you can find it on Amazon. So, Oh, and, you know, before I go, I got to share, speaking of entrepreneurial um, spirit here, here is a fun fact about me. So at, I think it was 10, maybe I was nine, but I think it was 10. I applied for a, my very first small business administration, aka SBA loan. For those who are not in the U.S., um, that's a like federal government um, agency. So small business administration loan for $1,000. So this is back in like the late 70s to start a worm farm. And you're probably like, what? Why would a young girl want to start a worm farm? What the hell? (laughs) Um, I actually saw the idea in a children's magazine and they like went through how to actually build like the worm farm, you know, like, you know, all the specifics, all the building supplies you needed and where to get the worms, everything. And I thought, oh, well, I could easily sell tons of worms to a bait shop. In fact, my mom actually had a friend who was an artist and her husband ran a bait shop. So I had like, you know my customer, you know, all lined up and I could rake in the dough or maybe ha ha rake in the dirt. <laughs> well, sadly, the bank that was supposed to process my loan misplaced all of the paperwork. This is way back before we had computers and I don't I don't think we had copies of my paperwork cuz um back then nobody had printers or copy machines in their house. You know, this is back in the late 70s. Maybe it's just as well, because I quickly grew out of that idea. But I have to say that it did give me my very first experience with writing a business plan, which included cost and income projections. So I have no regrets. You know, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, I didn't get to do it. But actually, I really think just the experience itself 
um, was a huge life lesson. Anyway, on a less earthy note, pun intended, I hope you all have a great week in my family. We're going to be celebrating my son's 21st birthday on Friday. I cannot believe that I already have a 21-year-old. So, happy birthday or joyeux anniversaire, as we say in French, to my son, Nick. And again, everybody, I hope you all have a great week uh, week ahead of you. Thank you again for listening. I really do appreciate your support from all around the globe. It's truly it's truly amazing how many people tune in and just from all corners of the globe. Love it. And um, take care. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. We invite you to leave a comment and review our podcast. Check out our blog at allthingsrelax.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at allthingsrelax. Until next time.